Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Lights, cameras, action. It's Movies and Musicals with Aideen Gormley. Lovely to see you, Lynn, and greetings from Dublin. Congratulations on Tick, Tick, Boom, which I so enjoyed. It, it's so interesting. It's your directorial debut, and yet it had, for me, Lynn Mabal Miranda written all over it, from obviously the subject matter to the casting to your passion for creating art and songwriting, and of course, your huge respect for Jonathan Larson. You weren't going to let anyone else direct this, were you? I was never going to let anyone else direct this. Uh, the moment Julie O, uh, who's a wonderful producer, told me she had the film rights and the blessing of the Larson estate. It's maybe the fastest email reply I've ever written, just like, I'm the only person who can make this. <laughs> um, uh, and because I, I, I'm someone who got into the musical theater business because Jonathan Larson inspired me to, and I was on the other side of having survived my 20s and um, going through all the things Jonathan went through from revolving door roommates to doing the jobs you have to do to get to do what you love to do um, to, you know, having relationships suffer because you're putting the art ahead of everything. Um, I just, I, I understood every bit of it. Uh, and I feel really proud that it's my directing debut. Well, good. It's interesting, you last spoke to us on this show when you were in front of the camera on Mary Poppins Returns. And of course, we've since had the screen version of, of In the Heights and Disney Plus seeing uh, Hamilton. And of course, you were a producer on, on Fosse Burden too. So I'm wondering along all the way, were you keeping a BDI and observing the likes of the, the Rob Marshalls and the John Chews? Well, you've just outlined my film school. Um, and it's, <laughs> it was very consciously a film school for me. It was the, it was the film school I couldn't afford when I was in college. Um, but had the incredible privilege of, of getting to document. I, I wanted to see Rob Marshall direct a musical. Chicago knocked me out. I was there midnight on Friday at the Ziegfeld Theater uh, for the premiere. I remember the screams when Cheetah Rivera showed up in that prison. Um, and, and, but more than that, watching his incredible, I mean, I'll tell you what I learned from all of them. I, I, his incredible meticulousness, the way he plans uh, and the way he allows space for rehearsal before anything is shot, um, to dissect Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon and the, the way that collaboration led to one of the greatest movie musicals ever, Cabaret, was something I got to do with my friend Tommy Kale, who I've been working with for nearly 20 years and we've never raised our voices to each other. He's always <laughs> a human before he's a director um, and he's an incredible director. And then watching John M. Chu take huge swings with material Kiara and I wrote when we were children um, really sort of inspired me to swing for the fences. He's someone who plans on the level of a Rob Marshall, but then also is like, wait a minute, what's going on over there? Let's shoot that. He allows yeah. for the magic to, he, he wants to put his camera wherever the magic's happening. And I, I learned from that. We have to talk about the casting of Andrew Garfield because I loved in this, he's such a ball of energy. It's a very different role for him, but the boy can sing. How did you find this out? And, and tell me a little bit about directing him because you played Jonathan yourself. So what could you give to Andrew? Yeah, and he sings way better than I ever did. He, um, <laughs> it, it's, he, I just, you know, he's a theater beast. 
you know, I, I, it's wonderful that he's a movie star, but I fell in love with him seeing him in Mike Nichols's incredible production of Death of a Salesman, where he played like an all-star high school quarterback. And when I think of Andrew Garfield, I don't think all-star high school quarterback, but he's so good that he became a high school all-star quarterback. Yeah. And then the, the thing that really shifted it for me was seeing him in Angels in America at the National Theater uh, in the UK. You know, that's two-part, six-hour play. You watch part one at the matinee, you eat dinner at the National, it's an all day in the theater and he was so vulnerable and fearless that I just left thinking, I don't know if he can sing, but I think he can do anything. Yeah. Um, I loved the presence of Stephen Sondheim uh, in, in this movie so much. I mean, obviously he supported Jonathan Larson so much, he mentored you as well, and he's played here by Bradley Whitford, but I just thought it was such a lovely reminder of his generosity of spirit to support the next generation coming up, right? Yeah, it's it's um one of the great gifts he gives us is the fact that he was mentored by the great Oscar Hammerstein and Oscar Hammerstein was a teacher to him and, and that's the part he took with him and he has mentored so many generations of artists. Um, I mean, I, I can't even begin to count uh, how many and so that was an important part of this story. Has he seen it yet? He has. Um, and um, he well, he not only was um, incredibly generous and was 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 grateful for his portrayal he actually did a rewrite um you know there's that there's a moment uh where Sondheim leaves a voicemail a significant voicemail and when he saw the movie he said the writing it felt a little cliche what Steve says there can I rewrite it and who am I to refuse a rewrite from Sondheim so that's Sondheim's own text that he wrote and that's Sondheim's own voice on the voicemail I love it. Thank you so much and congratulations on a great movie. Lovely to talk to you again, Lynn. Thank you. Great to see you again. You're listening to Movies and Musicals on 96 to 99 RTE Lyric FM.